they really know how to deal with their emotions effectively. Mm-hmm. They have built that strength in their mind to deal with that emotionally. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry you can hear me taking a drink every once in a while, but hey, it's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> We're only drinking Hennessy. That's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, COVID. We'd normally be out having fun right now, but instead we're at our dining room table recording a podcast. <laughs> Why not? It's the best thing ever right now under the circumstances. <laughs> so do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Hello Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Boom. Booyakasha. Booyakasha. You have to add some boom, eh? Think about right. Yeah. Hey. What a week. What a week, what a month. What a year? Yes, yes. <laughs> At least in our city. Yeah, yeah. So as most of you know, uh, Nina and I both do real estate. And we yeah, have baby. been ridiculously swamped for like a month and a half straight of just nonstop, bang, 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 morning, noon, and night. So uh, it's been a little tough to get into, to be able to get some time in to do this podcast. So we're literally doing this at night, late at night. Late. Every time we're recording this. And this is the only time we have. We got, not complaining, we're really freaking grateful for our business and our life and how things are going right now. Absolutely. Because this podcast is self-funded. Right. Right. It's self-funded. So Actually, this podcast is our therapy. (laughs) It's our therapy. We love doing it. We're not going to stop. Fuck no. It's no self, stopping it's, shit. It's self-funded, um, so we have to, to work our asses off to to pay for our daily lives <laughs> and this podcast and everything. But but we can't stop this podcast because, because, you ready? You ready? You listening? Okay. We can't stop this podcast because, like I said, it's our therapy. We are learning so much about our own relationship. Yeah. While we're trying to find the answers for your own issues in your relationships. Do you know what I mean? So it's been an incredible source for us. Instead of hiring a therapist, we're doing the research ourselves and we're figuring it out. And we're talking to to therapists and people are helping us with these things. But like, like... Today we decided to talk about one one particular thing. It was, and we decided to to research it and research and re- research it. And during that research, you know, be, be talk, stop and talk, and we'll be like, you know, when I say that stuff, you know, when I say those things to you, or when I roll my eyes, don't take it in offense. It's just my reaction to something that affects me. Whether you're doing it to somebody else or whatever. Like for example, you when the kids do something wrong, if if you or I yell at them too much, 
I'll stop and think that's the way I, my, my parents were to me. That's what my dad was to me. You, you would overreact for small situations. I don't want to be like that. So oh, if I, look, I talk to you and say, okay, do this, like put the dishes away this way, put the dishes here or make the food this way. I'm not telling you what to do. It's just because I was brought up that way. I was told over and over and over right. how to do things. So it's automatic. It comes out of me that right. way. It doesn't mean I'm telling you what to do. It's just natural. Yeah. So we're recognizing these things. Yeah, we recognize them and we're telling each other, like, this is how we react. So I know I might roll my eyes when I see you doing this. I'm not rolling my eyes at you. I'm rolling my eyes at the situation. I'm rolling my eyes at what's happening. That I should, this is what used to happen to me as a kid. And I don't want to put that on my kids. Right. And I don't want you to take it negatively if yeah. I'm, you know, if I, if, if it's conflicting on you, if it's reflecting on you, yeah. I don't want you to take it negatively because. I don't mean it to come out in a negative way. I just it just comes out the way I was I was taught. Yeah. And it's like, why do you have to take everything negative? You've known me for so long. You should know who I am. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just. But now we're learning so much yeah. about our styles, our attachments, yeah. our, and our life. And we're trying to implement those in our life. We're trying to implement those in the way we handle our relationship, the way we handle our business. Uh, I mean, just business alone. You know, we've decided that when it comes to, you know, the podcast, stuff like that, this is more, or and, and, and uh, like uh, social media and all that stuff, this is more Nina's niche. She's, she's so good at the social media and all that stuff. So we, we've given each other roles. You're doing this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you're going to do that. I'm going to do this. So, so you, you, you seem like you were doing a lot more in our business and real estate is because I'm doing a lot of yeah. stuff in the back end. Yeah. You know, that, that's taking care of the rest of the stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Like our fitness apparatus, everything, that's that's all out, ready to Speaking go. Speaking of our fitness <laughs> apparatus, woohoo, it's launched. Thank, thanks, it's to Nina. thanks to Nina. Thanks to Nina. I mean, I started off with the whole the whole um, plan and, 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 and kind of tried to make it happen. And then I said, okay, now that the product, I took care of getting all the products and everything for everybody. Now you guys put it together. Yes. When I say you guys, you got you, we got our assistant that is, is helping us quite a bit and, uh, you know, put, putting us in the right direction and getting that thing out there. Yeah, Vicky, shout out, Vicky. Yeah. We love you, Vicky. <laughs> our amazing assistant, she's helping us out a lot. Yeah. yeah, so it's been out there. Again, if you're looking to better your life, your body, your relationship, please check out my Instagram, Nina Kako, because that's where my fitness is. That's where my... The head over heel system is check it out, and if it's something that you think you'd be able to handle, which is really really easy to handle, then go for it. Yeah. It's a home workout. It's easy. It's, it's incredible. more than that. It's, a, it's it'll keep you fit. Yeah, and for sure. You got a uh, meal plan, everything put together. Like a, it's almost foolproof. Just go exercise, eat well, and you're gonna stay positive. Yeah, and you're gonna see your life changing, Absolutely. your body changing, your family changing, all for the better. There you go. I promise. Now, now that we've made you good, now let's go back to talking about what made you guys crazy. <laughs> so. Let's dig deep inside your deep issues and let's figure out what they, they are because let's face it, we're not therapists, we're not doctors. We are two individuals who are in love for over 20 years that want nothing but the best for ourselves, our relationship, and for you. Yep. So. Why are you crazy? Let's find out. Let's find out. Well, we decided to do this episode, you guys, because we've had few personal relationships that are near and dear to us that are 
that have these kind of issues. And if well, everybody we, has these issues. It's, yes, it's not yes. just that. Yeah, no, people, no, 100%. But it made us think about how to help. Yeah. What can we do to help? How can we figure things out? So, this, this, uh, the whole reason why we did this podcast is to help stop divorces. So, if you can't at least help the ones close to us, I don't know how we can help you guys. Right. So, we're trying to, you know, get as much information as we can to provide it to you. And at the same time, it's making us learn that shit too and getting getting uh, better in our own heads. Absolutely. And you just mentioned divorce. I mean, throughout this pandemic, the research shows that there have been, 30, it's been 34% higher cases of divorce since the COVID started. And it was already high to begin with. And it was already high. Yeah, exactly. So anytime there's a great worry or a great stress in our life, we tend to get conflicted and we start behaving in a fearful way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that caused a lot of issues, especially for our relationship, because who do we turn to first? Our spouses, our partners, the people that are in our faces 24-7, and we take it all out on them. Yeah. But what happens is these attachment styles come out mostly when we're in these kind of situation, when we were fearful. Yeah. Uh, it brings out our childhood, what we've learned, what we've adapted to, that we carry on with us. Through yeah. our adulthood. Yeah. So, you know what what I mean? so what we're talking about today is attachment styles. Um, attachment styles, like Nina said, they they get developed in your your first years of life, your yeah, first your few baby. years of life. Yeah. So it's a template of building relationships with others, with people, with you know your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. Yes. Intimate relationships. And like I said, they start from the, the beginning of your life. So it's it, they come from the relationship you have with your caregiver. Yeah, whoever so, that may be. Yeah, it could be you know it could be your 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 parents, your your nanny, your daycare, even even grandma. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> or grandma. In some cases, you know, aunts and uncles that yeah, take care of whatever them, you it know? is. Whoever's been taking care of you in the first few years, like you know, maybe, maybe until you're about three or four. Well, sometimes, some cases even longer. Yeah, the yeah. research shows that it is your you know, the first few years of your life. Mm -hmm. So it could be up to five, six. The beginning stages. Yeah. The beginning right. stages. Right. So Again, if, we're not, we're not therapists here. This is all our research yeah, that yeah. we've been doing and we've been learning from. So, and it shows like if you're, if our bond with our caregiver is strong, then we form this secure attachment that, uh, that we feel safe to explore the world because we know there's a safe place to go back to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that safe haven or the safe home or the parent or caregiver, it's always going to be there yeah. to make us feel that way. Yeah. But if you feel weak, if you feel weak in, the, in those in those relationships, in those bonds, yeah. then you get insecure attachment. You get trust issues. You're afraid. You're, you lack social skills, problems in relationships. Absolutely. So- if you're not familiar with the attachment, the attachment theory or attachment styles, there's four attachment styles, okay? And there's only one secure attachment style, which is secure. You're secure. The other three are the insecure styles, yeah. right? And then you get three insecure styles. So we're going to go through these styles with you and, and go through their, their I guess, there might be the reason why they're like that. Right. And how they become because of it. Well, and also the research shows that they're not bad. Any of them are any better than the other. However, there are some of them that are um, the insecure ones. They cause conflict and issues in a relationship. And what we, the reason why you're bringing these up, because a lot of these couples that are having these issues during COVID, 
are, are they have these the insecure attachment styles. So what we're trying to do is help you identify what style you're in and see if you can change or you know pivot some of them around your relationship to, to become more it, secure. Yeah, to become yeah. more secure in your relationship and to make it better. Not to change who you are. That's not what we're asking. We're asking to figure out who you are, be aware of your attachment, and if it's causing you issue in your relationship, then fix it. Yeah, and yeah, it's a, it, and and it is changing who you are. It's not necessarily your being because this is how you re, you treat relationships. This is not how you are at work. This right. is not how you are anywhere else. It's it's how you are in an intimate relationship. An intimate relationship is like the deepest. Of relationships, that's where you're you're the most vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you if you wanted to take the quiz, the the attachment style quizzes, you can go to uh, Dr. Heller's Heller's website, and she's she's the one that did the study on it. I think it's DianePolHeller.com or something like that. We'll have that in the show notes for yeah. you. So you go there, take take the the, the quiz to see what the attachment styles, but are, but don't try not to think of what the attachment styles are and what would be the right answer. Because you want to really deep, dig deep and right. know who you are. So be truthful, be authentic, and answer those questions the way you are. And I would definitely do this, the, the quiz first. Yeah. Okay? Try to do the quiz first. If you're having these issues, if you're trying to figure out who you are, what type you are, do the quiz first and then learn about the styles. Yeah. However, we're going to tell, we're gonna help you with a few of them here today. Yeah. But do take the quiz and be honest with yourself yeah. when you're taking the quiz to, to really know who you are. Like yeah. Raj and I did it and we're both um, dominant one. I mean, we all have, yeah. as humans, we have all four styles. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. However, say, yeah. one of them is more dominant than the other yeah. three. Or you might have learned to be more secure. Right. Again. In, 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 in the way you the way you do deal with relationships now because of you're aware of what your you also negative grow. traits are. You also yes, grow exactly. when you change, right? Exactly. In every season, every like in your 20s, you're different yeah. than when you're in, in your 30s and same 40s and 50s. Yeah. So you change and your styles change with you. I remember in my 20s when I did the quiz, I was looking back, I'm like, oh, I used to be more of a this style. Now I'm more of a this style. Yeah. I always had one that was more dominant, yeah. but I remember being certain age and having to feel certain ways. So yes, I was different style before, but now I've changed. So well, we don't always- I think, it, I think it, with me, it was just with age, with experience and with right. time and, and, and knowledge, of course, that I was able to get myself out of my my insecure attachment style into more of a secure attachment right. style. So, right. And the same with you. Yes, absolutely. So let's go through these attachment styles. Maybe. So the there are four styles, like Roger says. There's one secure and three that are insecure. The secure one is just called secure, secure. attachment <laughs> style. <laughs> the other three are called um, anxious attachment style. And then we have avoidant attachment style. And then we have fearful attachment style. So they're four in total. There you go. So we'll go through them all. So, yes. So the first one is secure attachment style, which... Back in the 70s, when Dr. Heller did this study, um, she believed it was the most common. She believed it was like 50% of yeah, the population had yeah. that secure style. But I think now with over time and, and more stresses in life and things that people are dealing with more often, and bigger population, geez, um, it's become like the, the, the less 
common where the minority is would be the secure attachment style i believe that actually i believe yeah. seen what's been happening for past three decades that i've been around well i've been around for four, four decades but <laughs> <laughs> that i can analyze and remember things um it has people are very insecure people are uh, fearful i mean there's so much i agree yeah it's less 100 percent. so a secure attachment style would come from a a fairly good family right would you say like a uh loved you know, and cared yeah. for um you know great self-awareness close upbringing loving family you know white picket fence all that stuff that that's the type of family they would normally come from but like i said it's not always the case you might have been some of the other attachment styles but over time you grew and you learned to be a more secure attachment style but if you're going back to birth and kids when you were kids, then yeah, you, you're coming from the the loving, happy family. Well, yeah, as babies, they were, were well cared for and attended to, so they feel secure enough to have confidence in their love and yeah. their relationships. They don't have, um, they don't, it's not people that, that they have a lot of distrust. They have enough confidence to be able to, you know, make decisions. They're secure enough with their uh perspective in life you know yeah they they have a positive outlook in life yeah yeah do you know what i mean i think i think most cases in my life um uh, i felt this way that i had a very loving family and all that stuff but there was a lot of really crazy other shit that made it turn the other way right because we don't anxious. have we have all the styles yeah. every human has all the styles i remember right? i remember one time as a kid we did a weekend retreat for aa alcoholics anonymous for my dad and I remember being there and somebody made the comment, like, our family is like the Huxtables. I'm like, yeah, the Huxtables at AA. <laughs> <laughs> at Alcoholics Anonymous at a, at a retreat. It was pretty funny. But that yeah, is funny. it's just that, yeah, we were very loving. We had our, our um, very negative attributes or, or, you know, life situations, but you know, in my family, we're a very loving family. And I'm sure it's the same with you because I see it now. Right. Everybody has their their traits, their, um, their trials and tribula tribulations, whatever, that, that make them yeah, yeah. That make them who they are. Absolutely. Some are good, some are bad. So even though it's, a, it's supposed to be or uh, the study shows that secure style, attachment style is, you know, it's um, the best one out of them. Yeah. Don't get it mixed up. It's not perfection. Yeah. You know, security does not get mixed up with perfection because we're, we we still have bad days. Even the people that are secure still have bad days. They still have, um, just like everybody else, they yeah. go through ups and downs in a relationship. They might get through some anxious thoughts or some avoidance thoughts or fearful. But the difference is... They know how to correct themselves. They're aware. They're emotionally intelligent. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to be able to pick up themselves and say, you know what? Dust myself off and move on. Yeah. They're very open-minded when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. yeah they, they take relationships as they are. You know what I mean? They, they, yes. They flex, they're flexible with their problems. They, they, they know how, um, they're flexible with their problem solving, I should say. And they know how to pivot and correct and, and apologize and take responsibility, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's what makes them a little bit more secure 
And that's why I know that you can grow and learn to be a little bit more secure in your life. Right. Because they ultimately, the secure. I have. I have too. <laughs> ultimately, the secure um, attachment style, they really know how to deal with their emotions effectively. Mm-hmm. They have built that strength in their mind to deal with that emotionally. I'm sorry you can hear me taking a drink every once in a while, but hey, it's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> We're only drinking Hennessy. That's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, COVID. We'd normally be out having fun right now, but instead we're at our dining room table recording a podcast. <laughs> why not? It's the best thing ever That's right it. now under the circumstances. <laughs> so why don't we go to the crazy attributes? The crazy ones? <laughs> the more interesting ones. Yes, Ooh. the ones that are more like again, everybody else in this world. Again, the we all have these... All of these styles, yeah. Like we said I'll, at the I'll beginning, I'll find little pieces of each one in, in the way I I handle situations. Right, me too. Absolutely. And but we just have one style that's more dominant than all the other ones. So, second one is anxious attachment Ooh, style. Anxious. This one is these kind of people are emotionally dependent on others. They are clinging. That's what the research says. Um, they overthink things. They overanalyze the situations. They attract people that they can save or they are looking for someone to save them. Yeah. You know, they're needy. Their self-esteem is low. They're insecure. That's what it says. That's yeah. what they, <laughs> uh, and this is all because of, you know, yeah. of course, their upbringings. And it, these, this attribute, uh, they grew up, so if they, yeah, they developed these attributes mostly because of, like we said, their upbringing. So they grew up with, you know, very little Attention. to low, no guidance or or balance or or even boundaries. These are the type of kids that you know may, maybe they came from a, a single mother fa- or a single parent family or. Um, very busy parents. Parents are not the home. Parents are working all the time. Yeah. And they're leaving them alone with a nanny or a yeah. nurse or somebody. I mean, and nobody's going to care for your kid like your own. Like we've had nannies for our kids for for quite a while because we we were working and all that stuff. But and one of the reasons why we got rid of them is because we felt that our kids were getting their personalities were developing more like the nanny as opposed to us, and it's not a narcissistic thing we want our kids to be like us that's well i mean yeah. they had no choice but to be like us yeah exactly <laughs> they're, they're part of us so we wanted to be like us so it was just kind of in the back of our head like i don't want somebody else raising our kids but i think we were safe in so many ways because our kids were already at the age of three and four when we had the nannies mm-hmm. so they had developed life, their yeah. identity a lot a lot of it at that point you know what i mean so the nanny didn't really affect it but i get what you say yeah. um they do have these issues because they don't get enough attention from their caregivers yeah. or the person they're supposed to take care of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they they, they think they, they they have very low self esteem. Most of them in the, right. in, the, in the anxious uh, category. Yes, they're they're they don't think very much of themselves. But the odd thing is, is they'll think very highly of others. Right. right. So, like almost like the grass is almost greener. I have I know a few of those sides. people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've dated a few of these people. Yeah, right. Actually, you know what's funny is this one here in, in a lot of studies, they said is more common with women. 
Be I believe that. I see that yeah. because women are a little more anxious yeah. than men are, and it's and true. It, and There's it, not bias or it's yeah. not sexist. It's just the way things are. Yeah. Well, you know? they, just like you said, they want to. They want to fix things. They want to save somebody, or they want to be saved. Right. So that's. It, it tends to be a little bit more of a woman's attribute. Not my words, other people's words. So and this women, is because so women don't go don't go kill me. And this is because they grew up without a healthy boundaries yeah. and no guidance on how to nurture their own personalities. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they've they've been just literally let, hey, go fend for yourself. Mm. And as babies, if you don't have guidance, if you don't have structure, if you don't have someone telling you this is wrong and this is right, then you get to learn on your own, you fend yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And most of the time, babies don't know how to do that. So, yeah. And I think maybe it, it's just the way parents raise daughters and the way they raise men, boys. You know, like they'll be maybe a little bit softer with the girls and let them try and be more independent because they know how to take care of a household or whatever. They know how to take care. They're, they're very care-oriented people, girls. Right, but you know what? I'll give you an example for that. I, I remember being at a park when my kids were babies, when mm -hmm. I was a stay-at-home mom before they were, you know, they were two and three, whatever, before we had the nanny. And I would go to this park with this friend of mine all the time. She had her two kids as well there. And every time, for the first 15, 20 minutes, we had a battle with her kids being clingy. One would be in her arm, the other one would be literally oh, they let her grabbing go. to her leg, wouldn't yeah. let her go. They were so attached to their mother. And that's a perfect example of anxious adults. Yeah. They are, they have that, you know, fear yeah, yeah. that they're, you know, they cannot let go. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Yeah. They're going to be left alone. So they have that style. So that's yeah. a perfect example. Yeah. And I, it's a friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. And and uh, the other one that is more common with men, and you women will, will see it when we kind of explain it. Go to number three now? Yeah. Okay. Is, uh, is avoidant personality. Okay. Now. Tell us about that. They normally come from like a really strict, strict upbringing. So sometimes abusive could be like a very angry caregiver, whoever that is, father, mother, grandmother, whatever it is. They may even, they, you, know, you might even get a smack upside the head every once in a while if you didn't do something right. You know what I mean? Well, they could also be disciplined too much and too early, even though the caregiver really loved them. They scared and punished them if they didn't comply. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you get out of line, you get a smack upside the head. So they grow up to be avoided. Yeah, which is a lot like my life when I was growing up. Also as yeah, well, yeah. same here. I mean, a lot of Middle Eastern families, not yeah. to be like a, you know, uh, prejudice or yeah. stereotypes, but I am Middle Eastern. So I, a lot of Middle Eastern families, they raise their babies and children like that yeah. with a very forced, uh, fear, fearful Discipline it, yeah, their reactions, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, very mad, very aggressive. Thinking right? they're yeah. doing something right for their children. Yeah. They love them to death, yeah. but they feel like they have to discipline them from the day one, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know, babies, your baby. Must have been a full-time job in your family with nine siblings. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> my father was, wasn't around that much because <laughs> he was working all the time. So my yeah. mom was very loving and kind, so we didn't get that. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but in turn, when with that kind of upbringing, they... They tend to get, they, they, they tend to like hide their emotions. They have a lack of trust. They feel alone. Uh, so they, f they feel like 
they can take care of themselves. They don't need you. And they find when yeah. they're um, confronted with an issue, they make it like sarcastic. They try to find ways to make a f- joke about it yeah. just so they would avoid the yeah, issue. Yeah, they avoid it. Right? Yeah, yeah. We know a few people like that. Like me. <laughs> well, you used to be like that. I don't yeah. think you were like well, that I, gr- I think I grew out of this one a lot. Like I, I, I do find a lot of my traits in all of them. Um, but the avoidance one, I, I felt that was probably one of the most if I would have taken the, the quiz tw- 20 years ago, right. 15 years ago. Right. Yeah, maybe and even ten is, years ago, and which is what I was saying yeah. earlier. You could you can change, yeah, and you have, you have been more of this secure attachment. Now. It's awareness. It's awareness. It's, you know, you create awareness in in your in the issues you have in your life, and you know what their issues because you know what kind of stress they bring you. So, if you have awareness in them, then you can learn how to fix them, or at least recognize when you're falling into that same pattern. It really is yeah. all about emotional, I mean, awareness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, avoidant type. They're easily, easily, um, you know, distant from from others. Yeah. But they, 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 they tend to grow to be very independent. And some of them are very successful people because they're, they're in their own little bubble. Right. Do you know what I mean? So okay. they don't, like I said, they don't need relationships they they tend to escape when things get a little bit too close or emotional. They avoid intimacy yeah. by all costs. <laughs> they pretend they don't care. If you tell them, you know, I'm going to leave you, whatever. They yeah, whatever. You, I don't care. Go ahead. I'm out. What I also notice with those with those people because we know a few people right now in our life that they tend to be um, they don't allow themselves to be vulnerable with their partners. Yeah. You know, they hold on to their to their guts, whatever that is, yep. and they stick with it. It's like, come on, fuck, open up a little bit more so you can f- fix some issues that you have with your partner. Yep. Like, I want to shake them up, say, open up, be more vulnerable, be human. Yep. Do it. Because yep. you can, you can change. Well, I think the reason is, is they, they think very highly of themselves, but they actually think very little of others. So it's their way or the highway. Right. Do you right. know what I mean? That's why they have very, yeah. almost... Uh, very little or close to none when it comes to you know close relationships, close, close friends and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, they tend to be coffee, cocky and overcompensating. You know, and if you really think about it, I mean, as a kid, as a child, as a baby, almost, you're if you're getting yelled at and disciplined and all that stuff, they're like, they're like, okay, well, nothing I'm doing is right, right to yeah. you. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do it. Just gonna avoid own. it. Yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna just avoid, no avoid it together. But as a partner, if you have this this attachment style as a partner, I urge you to look deep within and say, Jesus, like I need to be a little bit more open, a little bit more close to my spouse, to my partner, to yeah. my you know, because you really do wanna, especially in this in this situation that we're in, you wanna be able to have that conversation and have that awareness and say, I can change to make things better for us, for our family, for our life. Yeah. You know, yeah. the grass is not greener on the other side. You know, water your grass, go look deep within yeah. and figure out what your issues are, yeah. especially the style. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't avoid the issue, work on it. So what's the next one? Next one? The next one is the, <laughs> the least common. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about this as much because they say there's only maybe like two or three percent of population out of this. It's this this one's called fearful avoidant, and it's kind of a combination of both of the other ones. 
basically bipolar. <laughs> yeah. Well, these these ones here normally come from a very kind of abusive upbringing, whether it's at, like I said, at home, daycare, whatever. Uh, it could be alcoholism. It could be just verbal abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like a mix of the, the anxious style and the avoidance style. Yeah. It's like one minute you're intimate and loving, and the next minute you're you want nothing to do with that person, and you just yeah. shut yourself down, and you know. So you're you're con constantly battling where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But about all this that like after reading all this, it kind of made me think back and think, well, what what did I do with my kids between the ages of like zero and four? Yeah, yeah. You know, imagine if, you know, you left them in the care of somebody that you love and they messed them up in a, in a, in a way just because of their own demons in their head. Right, right. Without any control of yourself. Like you, you come from a very loving, an amazing family, but, you know, you tend to work long hours because you, you want to take care of the family or whatever your career is, your doctor, your anything. In our case, they were in the care of your wife. Yes, yes. For four years. Yes, yes. So. We, we, we did everything we can to make <laughs> make the the you know, beginning years of our life, of the kids' lives be like strictly mommy to the point where my daughter didn't even speak English for the first, what, three yes. years? <laughs> so I couldn't even communicate with my daughter, which I might, that might have, I wonder if that would have done something to her. Imagine coming up to your dad and not being able to say a word to him. Maybe she's screwed because of that. No, my yeah. kids, as you can see, they're she fucking might, amazing. They're she loving. Might, she they're... might think I'm a little bit uh, like slow. <laughs> yeah. No, I took care of my kids and you know, whether I did a great job or didn't, I feel like I did yeah. and they're amazing human beings and I'm not worried about that. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, so, it's crazy. Yeah, so back to the fearful avoidance. So yeah. We got a little sidetracked there with our own kids. Well, you talked about my babies. When yes. you talk about my babies, <laughs> everything goes out the window. My, my emotions just go right up, you know, high and I love my life. Yeah. I love my babies so much. Well. As adults, it makes the, the way they were brought up like that makes them a little unstable. You know, when when people get close, they tend to hold on. This is the fearful style, correct? Yeah, talking about okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah they tend to get they, they hurt the people that they're that get close to them or run away. Like they don't right. like the the um, any kind of emotional. Or, or they get really fearful of conflict and they avoid yeah. being social. Yeah. You know, they're so scared. They're, they want to do, they want to be be friends and be social, but they, they're so fearful because they're mixed between the anxious and the avoidant. So they can't make up their mind. Like yeah. I said, they're, they're bipolar. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times. They, they, they need relationships in their lives, but they're afraid of abandonment. Right. So they push them away or they, they you know, make them out to be something that they're not. And we felt this like this at, at some point of our life, all of us. I mean, I remember feeling like this when I was a teenager a little bit, mm. um, living in a refugee camp, wasn't sure of what to do with my friends and family and all this stuff. So we all go through these things, you know, um, just because you're one style, that doesn't mean you're always that. Yeah. You change. Yeah. Sometimes you become more of this style, you know, more anxious and more obscure. Sometimes yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah. 
Well, if you seem to be avoidance of stuff, like I, I, I found myself like that a lot when we'd get into arguments or if I would, not necessarily arguments, if I would be mad at you for something, if I get mad at you for something, whatever the hell that was, I would just kind of shut up, not say a word and just ignore you and just kind of, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that was my personality trait. That's the way I dealt with things. And then I realized that I dealt like like that. So I, I it still happens. Yeah, I'll get mad. I'll get, it happens almost every time I get mad, I'll kind of shut you out, but it won't last as long because I sit there and I think in my head, I'm like, well, this is not going to get me anywhere. It's true. It's not getting me anywhere. So I got to sit there and, and, and figure out what the hell is wrong or fix whatever needs fixing in order to stop ignoring your ass. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> it better be. It it's better it's be. a never ending task <laughs> to make happy wife and Baby, happy life. Baby, I married you because I wanted you to have that task on your shoulder for the rest of your life. Jeez. And that's why you're here. It's like, it's like eating <laughs> eating food, delicious food. And every bite you take, you're starving again right after. You just can't get full. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad that 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 you just defined me as, as a delicious food. Woohoo! Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you guys... The point of all of this is, is we hate that you're struggling in your relationship. We really, really, really do. And we want to help. Yeah. We want to be the source that you can go to, to ask for help, and we can find you the answers for your help. Yeah. So this is why and we're to be doing be aware this. of what's wrong, what, what you're doing wrong, or what you're doing that doesn't bring you happiness or or satisfaction or anything. Yeah. yeah. And Instead it, of trying to change somebody else, fix yourself. Yeah, fix yourself. Yeah. And this relationship's got to be important to you. Yeah. I mean, your relationship is your life. If your relationship is good, you're going to have an amazing life. If your relationship is bad, and that's how your life's going to be. So we, I urge you, we urge you to dig deep inside, find out what style you're in or you're at, take the quiz, and see if your style is affecting your relationship, if there's a bit of yeah. conflict, if there's any issues causing your relationship, fucking change it. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, exactly. It's not hard. I'm preaching this you all the time. You don't even have to take the quiz. You know by just the stuff we're saying here in, the, in, this, uh, in this podcast, we're talking about all the different traits. You know which one relate to you. Yeah. Because you see it happening. I see it to myself. I, I As soon as I read it, I'm like, yeah, I do this. Yeah, I do this. Yep. I, I do this. Same and, here. And like I said before, this is not stuff that you're doing at work. Because work is something different. This work is something you're doing. Yeah. You, so, you, you know, if you're doing a lot, you expect, uh, um, uh, you know, praise and, and, and acknowledgement. acknowledgement for what you're doing because you're actually doing it. We're talking about intimate relationships. Intimate relationships are, it's, that's where the, your deepest fears lie. Right. You know, they're, the intimate relationships, like, there's, there's nowhere to hide. This is like where you're authentically yourself in most cases. As you should be. As you yeah, should be. I mean, yeah. who else are you going to be 100% you yeah. with? You're not going to fart partner. in front of your boss. You're going to fart in front of your, your, your spouse. You're going <laughs> to. Like I just yeah, did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started the podcast, I had to. Sorry. I'm about to go start, and she's like, "No, wait." <laughs> Actually, it was more like a trumpet. Yeah. Three, four, two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I keep you on your toes. That's all I care about. That's my toes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, guys, 
girls, boys, um, honestly, listen to your insights. Be aware of who you are. And if who you are is not, you know, cutting it for your relationship, for your marriage, for your spouse, for your children, do something about it. Stop complaining. Look deep inside you and do something about it. Especially those relationships that have been together for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Don't throw it in the towel. Don't be, you know, closing the door. Don't ask for a divorce. Try to work on these issues first. Yeah. We're telling you this firsthand. We have had these issues all our life, Roger and I. But what we're doing, we're learning how to fix them. The and important thing is, is to be ways. aware. Like I, like I said, the, the reason for this whole attachment style talk is so you, that you're aware of what traits make you insecure in your relationship. Right. Make you and, and, and learn how to deal with them. Learn what things you can do or say to kind of eradicate them. Absolutely. So that they're not an issue anymore. I and mean, this is things that I did. I mean, I, I unconsciously. I had no idea about attachment traits until recently. Yeah, and me but too. After reading them, I'm like, yeah, I used to be like that. I used to be very not jealous, but like if you were flirting with somebody, I would get really upset. I don't but now. I, I, I know I'm it's in a party. I'm flirting with anybody. You don't yeah. even look at me. You don't even care. You don't even question it because you trust me. Yeah. And the I've worst part there. is, is I was a flirt. She would go out and flirt in front of me, and I would do the same thing. But I would get mad when she did it. Because it affected me. Right. Obviously, me flirting with somebody else didn't affect me. It would affect her, but I didn't realize it. Right. So. But know. I actually remember talking to you about this long, long time ago. We had a huge fight. And I said to you, I said, it has nothing to do with me flirting because you know I don't do it in a bad way. It's just this is who I yeah. am. You it's talk. your issues, your insecurities. And you looked at me and you gave me the dirtiest look Ever. You're like, what? You call me now, you tell me that I'm secure? I said, maybe, look at your issues. And that was a long time ago. Mm. I, remember, I don't know if you remember that fight. Don't remember. Okay, but it was, there was a huge fight you and I had. And I don't I know if you guys know this, but women tend to remember every goddamn fight. What do you think? I don't remember none. <laughs> we write the shit in our brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> change the page. So page. to all my women out there, I beg you, please, please look with inside you. Try not to be so critical about your men. Try and take a minute and see where you're wrong, where your issues lie, where your insecurities are, and try and fix them. And same and thing for guys. Guys, you got to look at the same thing. You can't sit there and blame somebody else for your insecurities. You got to figure out what yours are, how to fix them. And, you know, it, it, when, you're, when you're saying something to your, to your partner, if you're saying something, don't just think of, about what you're saying. Think about how they're taking it. So if you're saying something that might be a little bit condescending, but you're just trying to get a point across, think about how they're going to take it. Or ask them. Yeah. Ask your partner. I said this. How, how would did you he... take it? How would you take it if they said the same thing yeah. to you or, or, or if the roles return? And be so, vulnerable, 100% yeah. honest with each other. Awareness. Awareness is... The key. The key, I guess. <laughs> if, we, if we're going to quote DJ Khaled. It's the key. That's the key. It's a key to everything. Because if you're aware of, you know, how bad you are of a driver, you're going to fix it and you'll be a good driver. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, we believe we have said everything we could on this episode. We are hoping to have a therapist on the show very soon to talk to us more in depth about these attachment styles. Yeah. And when we do, 
We got to let you know, but you know what? Keep coming back and listening to us because we love you for it. We appreciate you. And we know you're learning something. Yeah. So just because we know we're learning as well. Yeah. And, and actually, <laughs> Nina, Nina and I brought up this uh, this idea a, a couple of days ago when we were kind of brainstorming. And we said, you know what? We're going to look up the topics that we want to discuss. And we'll research them and we'll talk about them. But then... We're going to work on getting a, like a pro, a, a therapist, or whoever whoever specializes in what we're talking about. We're going to try and get them on the show to shed more light on it. Absolutely. So, yeah. so please stay tuned and uh, come visit our website. Come visit on, on Instagram. Come visit us on TikTok, all those things. Our TikTok's actually a lot of, a lot of good uh, good videos getting a lot of uh, traction there. They're pretty funny. So TikTok is t.family. T.fam. T.fam, all right. Yeah, yeah. And everything else is HOH show or Head Over Heels show. So uh, come and join us and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And we said we said this before, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode where it's just going to be questions that from all you, of you have yeah. for us. And when you send us those questions, we're going to do as much research as we can to figure out the proper answers for them or just give you our straight up answers uh, as we deal with them. Um, so send us, send us some questions. Come visit us on, uh, Instagram, head over heels show. Our, uh, email is, what is our email? <laughs> our email? It's <laughs> us at, at show.com. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it's us at com. Yeah. Please email us the questions. If you want to be anonymous, let us know. Otherwise, we'll shout you out and on our podcast. Yeah, actually, if you want to be shouted out, just tell us you want to be shouted out. Everybody else will be anonymous. How's that? All right. Yeah, say, <laughs> I want you to shout me out. <laughs> All right. We'll do that. And we're going to end the night because it's pretty goddamn late right now. And we had a great week, very busy week. So we love you for coming and listening to our episodes week after week and showing your love and support. Don't forget, if you haven't, to hit subscribe rate and review us you guys please do so because it really helps put us on the map on the ratings and if that happens we're going to bring you more and more and more amazing episodes and i know it works because i i sit there and every week after our episode at the end of the week i'll look at how many downloads and how many this and that and i find when we have more comments or ratings we have more downloads so right don't know how all that stuff works but it gets gets us in front of more eyes and ears. So it takes five seconds yeah. to, to hit like, to hit uh, rate us and to put a couple of comments. So do it because you'll be us. doing a good thing. <laughs> you love us and we love you. <laughs> On right, that note, people. we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.